Hi guys, we're back again today with another episode of The Oat Life. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about injuries. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about kind of how you, how you can prevent injuries and then the types of factors that lead to injuries as well as kind of what you should do and the course you should take if you have an injury and how you should treat it. Yeah, so injuries happen to everyone, um, whether you're an elite athlete, a recreational athlete, or not even an athlete at all. Um, most people do get injured, and there's several factors or um, reasons for injuries. A lot of times, especially with tennis, but in lots of other sports too, we see a lot of overuse injuries. Um, in tennis specifically, that would be like tennis elbow Um we I've dealt with like tendonitis. There's also like golfer's elbow, which is kind of a more in chronic injury. And the overuse injuries do tend to be a lot more chronic, and they require a lot more maintenance than just regular like, oh I broke a bone injuries. Right, those are the ones that tend to be the ones that um seem to drag on for a while. They'll go, they'll feel a little better for a little bit, and then they'll get worse again. So those are typically overuse injuries. Um, they can happen in like joints or muscles. Um, but yeah. Yeah. A lot of times overuse and, um, injuries happen just because like maybe you're not being smart about like stretching afterwards, but also a lot of times it's just like you're using it too much and you need to like give yourself a break. So that's why it's also important to like take rest days or like just kind of listen to your body and how you're feeling. Yeah. And I think, um, we both know from experience Overuse injuries can be really hard because um, because it's just like like for tennis especially and a lot of other sports where there's a very repetitive motion where you're repeating the same um, motion and your body's doing the same thing over and over, um, you are really liable to um, overuse injuries just from doing the same thing over and over again. So um, it's really important it's hard to be able to kind of mix up your um, routine a little bit, but if you're a weightlifter or something where you're more in control of what you're doing, it is important to make sure that you're cross-training and doing things to balance out that repetitive motion yeah. to prevent overuse injuries. Exactly. Um, another factor that can contribute to injuries would be like also just like going too hard, um, like too fast maybe. Or if, like, maybe you just don't have the best form and you're going really hard. I actually, like, a couple months ago, um, started dealing with runner's knee because I I said, oh, I'm going to, like, go on these, like, hour-long runs all of a sudden. And it's really important that you need to, like, ease into it. Like, whatever you do, like, even if, like, you know you can do something, um, you really just need to start out slow so that your body can, like, adapt and, like, get used to it. yeah. Um, that also applies, like, to if you're, um, weightlifting, that's, like, if you're just starting, you really don't want to, like, jump in and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm this guy's size, so I'll just lift what he's lifting. Well, he's probably been lifting for a while, and he's probably worked with someone to get the right form and make sure he knows what he's doing, so you should really, um, just know your own pace and know yourself and make sure that you're doing what you can, and like Sarah said, um, dealing with like runner's knee. Um, I have that, I've had that in the past too. Um, and I used to go on lots of distance runs because I really love distance running, but I have had to, um, just like be smart about that and like kind of limit, limit doing that to a minimum because 
it's more detrimental than it is beneficial um, for me. So just really just knowing yourself and kind of just staying within your limits. Yeah, another thing with that too is like be smart about like even down to like what shoes you're getting or like maybe if you need new shoes, like sometimes I'll like wear out my shoes to where like there's holes in them and that's obviously like not good for your feet. And so if you're going to like go on a run or whatever, just like be smart about like you know, run on the sidewalk as much as you can because the asphalt, like, is a lot worse on your knee or, like, make sure you're wearing the right shoes, stuff like that. Um, Just anything like that can also contribute to um, injuries like that. Yeah. Um, Something else that kind of goes along with overuse and with this idea is giving yourself enough recovery time. Um, So that means, like, taking off days completely off of all training to, to let your body just totally recover because... Um, especially if you're training really hard and you have a really intense training program, you definitely want to schedule in enough recovery time to let your muscles recover and your body recover. Um, and also mentally recover because if you're mentally burnt out, that can also lead to poor form and poor technique, um, which can go along with lack of focus. So just giving yourself enough time to rest and be ready to be smart with your training. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then again, there's also the people that don't warm up um, that seem to get injured. <laughs> so warming up is very important. But also another thing that a lot of people skip, which is also very important, is cooling down. So warming up and cooling down before your workouts or your practice is very important because if not, like, you might not even get injured, but it can also just, like, lead to more soreness or, you know, you're going to have a harder time the next day. So... You really want to make sure that you're warming up properly. Even if, like if you're playing tennis, like a lot of times people just don't warm up their arms. But it's really important to like um, get some bands or like do some arm stretches, stuff like that. Um, just to like warm up all the parts of your body and make sure you're ready to go. Yeah, um, typically people that don't warm up, the injuries that you'll see come out of that are like strains, pulls, and muscle things. Because your muscles aren't um, really accustomed to... Um, intense exercise because if you just jump into something and your muscles are cold there's definitely you're much more liable for um some sort of pull in your muscle or injury that way yeah exactly um also something that kind of goes along with warming up is um just making sure that you're you have the proper nutrition and that does um that does lead to injuries just making sure that your muscles are strong enough um that you're feeding them and um Also, so we've seen people with very high potential go into (laughs) matches, tennis matches. They're like definitely winnable. Definitely winnable matches. And they did not properly fuel themselves before these matches, um, meaning they didn't eat well or they didn't eat enough. um, They didn't hydrate enough. And I guess sleep kind of goes along with that. They didn't sleep well. Um, and they ended up getting really bad cramps during the match and had to withdraw. Yeah, I mean, even if you think, like, oh, this will be, like, an easy match or whatever, you never know, like, how hot it's going to be or, like, what the conditions are going to be like or even, like, how hard you might have actually get pushed. So it's really important before every match or tournament or, you know, game or whatever, you, like, really need to take it seriously and you need to fuel yourself properly and make sure you're, you know, eating enough and getting enough water because to go out of a match or to, like, have to withdraw from a match that you know you can win is 
probably not very fun. Yeah, and that's not to say that, like, cramps don't happen to even elite athletes who do fuel themselves properly. Um, you'll see that all the time, like, in, um, in, like, professional sports, people will get cramps, and they'll have pretty much done everything they can, um, to prepare themselves right, and they'll still, they'll still cramp. So, it's not, I mean, it's not a guarantee that you won't get cramps, but pretty much to, I mean, a cramp is an injury and it, it will pull you out of a match. And just to make sure that that's something that isn't going to be a factor. Exactly. Um, and then there's also the injuries that you just can't prevent. Like, they are inevitable and there's nothing you can do about them. So these are, like, a lot more common in sports like, you know, soccer, basketball, um, like breaking bones. Um, yeah, and I like mean, it's, sometimes it's not even in your sport. Sometimes you're, you know, at home and you you trip on something and sprain your ankle and there's just it's something that you couldn't prevent yeah I have a friend who plays tennis and (laughs) she I think she was like in her hall or something and she must have just tripped and I think she broke her elbow right yeah she broke her elbow and she was out for um like months and I mean it's like that's not that's not something that like drinking more water or like warming up could have done to prevent so I mean those are almost the most devastating injuries because there's just nothing you can do about it, but, um, like, you had one, right? <laughs> yeah, like, last year, I actually broke my wrist, and it was at tennis, but it was just a dumb accident, and I fell, and I actually, like, didn't really think it was broken at the time. I thought I must have, like, sprained it, um, so that's another thing, like, if you do, like, hurt yourself, you should probably get that checked out, because I must have, I must have gone, like, three weeks, and I played it, a tournament with it broken um you know like three or four weeks later I was like this isn't feeling right it's getting worse so I went to the doctor and it was broken so that's the thing like if you if, if something feels off you should go to the doctor because like honestly my healing process was probably a lot longer because like it was a lot worse off than if I had just like gotten it checked out earlier yeah definitely don't um underestimate any of your injuries because they can I mean they they will only especially overuse ones they will only get worse if you don't do something to monitor them or take care of them so that's what we're going to talk about next a little bit is um like a little bit of injury prevention and what to do if you feel an injury start to come on so as far as just um more of like just basic prevention things we've talked a little bit about it but just um to kind of review what we've said uh, long warm-ups are really important. Um, definitely don't skip over your warm-up because, as we said, it can lead to lots of injuries. So that means dynamic stretching, jogging, doing whatever you need to do before you start your sport. Exactly. And then cool-downs are usually more static stretches. Like, um, you know, just make sure you're stretching all the muscle groups, like your quads, your hamstrings, even, like, your back. Like, things you don't think about, too, like your forearms. Um, it's actually like in tennis, it's really important to stretch your forearms, um, you know, stretch your shoulders, just make sure you hit all the muscle groups before you leave. And it is like definitely easier to skip the cool down because you might have like somewhere to go or like places to be people to see, but it's really important that you cool down. (laughs) Yeah. And just to clarify, um, for people who might not know, um, when we say dynamic and static stretching, so dynamic is again what you do during your warm up, and so that's more that's more where you're in motion. So that'll be like lunges, 
side lunges, hip openers, stuff where you're standing up and actively moving and stretching. Um, and dynamic, or sorry, static is um, kind of like it sounds. You're going to be usually sitting or standing in one spot and just um, doing an ex- like stretching for an extended period of time. So whether that be um, holding a quad stretch for 10 seconds or a toe touch for 10 seconds, um, it's just a lot more you're let um you're not you're not moving as much yeah um another thing that's important is foam rolling because like it will make you feel better first of all and second of all like I've seen a lot of people like they might be sore after a workout or like their muscles just aren't feeling like great um and that can just lead to poor form like the next day if you're really sore so foam rolling has been really shown to like help decrease soreness and like loosen up your muscles um, and along with that is like massages. Massages will also help you loosen up your muscles. They're not as tight and prone to like getting pulled or things like that. Um, and that way you can also have better form, like whether you're like lifting the next day or even if you're like playing, it, you won't have to sacrifice that. Yeah, and going along with that, like we said earlier, taking rest days is really important um, just so that you're staying fresh and your form is staying good and your body... Um, you have enough energy to make sure that you're, like Sarah said, using the proper form, um, doing everything you can to stay healthy um, and fresh. And so I think, well, for me, I usually try to schedule in one rest day a week. Um, I don't know, but... Yeah, I usually, honestly, what I usually do is, like, I'll usually take the weekends off unless, like, like, for some reason, like, someone asked me to hit or whatever. But then, like, I also have tournament weekends, and then it's, like, for them like a lot then I won't like get a rest day so I mean you just have to really like obviously if like I'm really feeling like yeah like that was a hard tournament I really pushed myself like maybe I should probably like I know like I should take Monday off so it's really about just like being smart and like really just like gauging how your body's feeling yeah and the thing the um I think we've both learned also is that um like you're not you're you're most likely not going to want to take rest days you're most likely going to want to say, um, oh, you know, well, I feel like I should be training more. Um, but it, it is a part of training to take the rest day and to stay fresh. Um, and it is, it's just as important of a training day as training is when you're using it right. Exactly. Um, especially if you have a steady training schedule throughout the week. Yeah. A lot of times, like, also, like, if I, like, take a day off, like, the next day, um, I come back and I feel really fresh. Like, I honestly used to be really scared. Like, oh my god, like, I'm, my timing's gonna be off. Like, I'm not gonna be as light on my feet, stuff like that. But, like, I've honestly noticed that I do feel, like, a lot better and a lot more fresh if I take a day off. So, it's definitely, like, good at the right times. Yeah, and, like, mentally refreshed, too. It's not like, oh, another practice. It's like, oh, yay, like, I get to go to practice. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so now we're going to talk a little bit about what to do if you start to feel an injury coming on. So that would most likely be an overuse injury if it's, like, slowly getting worse. Um, so definitely if you feel it coming on and you can feel it, like, during your practice. So if you're a soccer player and you feel twinges in your knees or a runner or a tennis player and you feel twinges in your elbows, um, after you practice, ice it. Like, don't, don't hesitate to ice it. Um, just to reduce the swelling as much as you can. Yeah, I'm kind of dealing with that right now, actually. Um, 
my shoulder isn't feeling great. So, like, what I've been doing is, like, after practice, I'll come home and ice it, like Jeremy said. Also, another thing I've been doing just to, like, decrease inflammation is I have, like, relied on ibuprofen, which I wouldn't recommend for, like, like, huge doses. But in small doses, I think that it does, like, decrease the inflammation, decrease the swelling. So, um... I can kind of control it a little bit more and I'm not, I'm not as worried about like hurting it during practice. Mm-hmm. So that's also works, but you really have to like, I'm also like working with band exercises to like get it strong and like healthy again. So there's just like different things for each injury. Um, you just have to know what works for you. Yeah. So for me, I've been dealing with tennis elbow for the last couple of months and, um, at first, I just had to take a couple of days off because I wanted to see if, you know, taking like four days off of tennis would do much for it. And it did help a little bit. Definitely time off is, is good. Um, but for me, um, that was right at the time of like the state tournament. Oh, which by the way, we, our team ended up winning state. Yeah. So. Five feet. Yes. Five years in a row. Anyways, um, <laughs> just wanted to keep you updated. And we did make it to prom. We did. <laughs> um, late, but we made it. We made okay. it. Okay. Anyways, um, back, back, to on, business. <laughs> back to business. Um, so I've been dealing with tennis elbow, and because I wanted to be competing, um, and I didn't really have the time to take more time off of the time, um, I used KT tape, so that's kinesthesiology tape, um, and it is, it's essentially just like a, a tape that supports um it like when you put it on you can put it on in certain patterns for whatever your injury is so you can go onto their website um the brands what the brand kt tape i don't even use that brand i use a cheaper brand um i'm not sure exactly what it's called but and they'll give you a demonstration for how to apply it for your injury and it essentially just supports the muscle groups around your injury so it takes pressure off of so for me it took pressure off of the area of my elbow that was giving me pain and um kind of emphasize the muscles that were a little bit stronger for me in my arm yeah it's really a magical thing I don't completely know how it works but like yeah it, basically like you'll put it on and you can apply like a, any amount of pressure kind of that you want you just like basically how hard you pull it and it stays on for like a good like three or four days yeah up to like a week in the shower and stuff too um and it really does like relieve the pain. Yeah, I didn't it's think it was like a permanent work. fix, but Yeah, no, it's definitely not a permanent fix, but in the long run it, it I did find it to be um it did it did kind of give the effect of allowing my elbow to rest a little bit because I did I was putting less pressure on my elbow as I trained and um competed. So it did um it did help my elbow in the long run a little bit because I wasn't putting so much pressure on it. So, um, it's mostly good for short term, but, um, it will help in the long term. So definitely, um, if you have access to a trainer, um, that's the best option to talk to about how to tape or what your options are for that. Um, if you don't have access to a trainer, just going online and doing some research about, um, taping for your injury. Yeah. There's lots of videos like on YouTube and stuff. It's like not super hard to figure out. No. Um, so if you have an injury that is like for sure there, this would um could be an overuse injury, it could be an injury like Sarah's broken wrist where it's nothing to do about it, but um it puts you out of your sport and it sucks. It sucks. It sucks for everyone to have these injuries and 
it's devastating and hard. Um, but when you have an injury, I think the most important thing to do is to really just wait longer than you think that you have to to come back to your sport and to come back to using it. Yeah, the worst thing is like to come back too early and then to injure it again and then you're like out again and then you're like not able to play when you really would have been able to play if you had just waited a couple extra days or a couple extra weeks. Yeah, for sure. Last year I had um I strained a muscle in my core which meant that I couldn't serve in tennis and so I could play and I took about I think I took like 2 weeks off of serving. And then I decided that it was time for me to come back because I wanted to serve again. And I came back and served for about a week and then pulled it even worse and was out for a month and a half. Whereas if I had just taken three or four weeks off originally, I would have been much better (laughs) off. So really just giving yourself enough time to recover, even though it sucks and you don't want to. um, But just making sure that you know what's going on, Um, like going to a doctor or a coach, or a physical therapist, and finding out what's going on so you know exactly how long you need to rest. Exactly, and, like, also, like, when you're injured, like, most likely, like, there's going to be other things you can do, like, um, a lot of times, like, like, Journey said, like, with her core, like, she can serve, but, like, she'd come to practice and, like, just hit forehands and backhands, then, like, I've also, like, um, like, when I broke my wrist, or whatever then it's like I'm only training legs you know you're just like conditioning basically yeah is all you could do but like you still like do stuff like that um which is still like you're still like getting better in a sense you're just doing different things yeah and then when you do start to come back from your injury you do start to come back and incorporate practice or um you know any rehab exercises to train that injury um, you do want to start slow. Don't have high expectations of yourself. Don't say, even if, if you've been out, if you are a basketball player and you, um, you know, you sprained your ankle and you were out for a month, don't come back expecting to be... Michael Jordan. Yeah, expecting to be Michael Jordan. Or even don't come back expecting to be as fit you, and yeah. as good of a shot as you were a month ago. Exactly. Um, really take it slow. Don't go back... And say, oh, well, I need to make up for all this time I lost immediately. Yeah. Really ease into it. You don't want to hurt yourself any further. Yeah. Like, you have to understand, like, you will get back into rhythm. Like, you don't just, like, automatically lose everything if you take a month off. Like, yeah, it's going to suck, like, going back and stuff. But, like, you just have to, like, consistently tell yourself, like, it'll get better. Like, I'll get back into rhythm. Um, Because it takes time. But, like, you will. You didn't, like, forget your how to play your sport. Yeah. So, injuries are really difficult to deal with mentally and some things that me and Sarah have found have helped to um, cope with that with our injuries and to just stay you know mentally positive and looking towards the future Um, one of the biggest things is just like talking to your teammates and still being a part of your team um, and not like completely isolating yourself Um, there's lots of things you can do with your team Um, even in tennis we're an individual sport but we can still come to our practice and be with our training group and our coaches and um, help take stats or do anything just to stay involved and stay engaged exactly yeah like talking to people is always going to be a good like outlet because if you're not talking to anyone or like if you're just like sitting in your room by yourself after school um wishing you were like playing or whatever like it's not gonna be good mentally for you and most likely when you do go back like 
you're going to have more expectations, like stuff like that. So if you just really kind of stay involved and stay in routine, kind of that has seemed to help. Yeah. Um, and if you want to, um, like stay really mentally engaged with your sport and kind of sort of in a way continue like training, but you really, you can't do anything physical. You can still do visualization. Um, that's a really, a really good technique for kind of like almost getting reps without actually physically getting the reps. Um, we might talk a little bit more about that in a future podcast. Um, and also you can, you know, you can read books about your sport. You can, watch your sport on tv just like you know staying involved but um on the other hand if you're feeling burnt out of your sport before um you get injured it is a good opportunity to take the time completely away from your sport you don't have to go to practice you don't have to think about it then you could come back fresher it is an opportunity yeah i'm kind of like bad when it comes to injuries because like a lot of times like oh like um you know like i want to be there for my team and stuff and I want to go to practice but also like it's hard for me to like watch other people play and like if I like if and I'm like no I know I can't do that um so that's something I like need to improve on um so another thing that's like helped me like I've dealt with a couple of back injuries last year actually like three or four times <laughs> it was like the same thing um and those were really hard for me because you can't do anything like you you can't, like, you can't run, you can't, like, use your arms, you can't, like, it was really hard for me, so, um, I just, like, had to find ways to kind of distract myself, like, I honestly found, like, like, some new hobbies, like, I started, like, reading more books, I, like, got more involved at school, honestly, um, just stuff like that, I honestly spent the time, like, I hung out more with my friends, and, um, I kind of did things that I, like, normally don't really do as much or like have much of a chance to do because like yeah I had that opportunity and I just kind of needed to take it um and I needed something to distract myself from not being able to play or do anything at all so just like finding things to distract yourself definitely helped yeah and that's that's a good example of like um just like making the making the best of this opportunity because sometimes especially for like athletes that train really competitively within their sport and are really at like a really high performance program um it's easy to sometimes get wrapped up and think oh my gosh like this sport is all that I do like I I mean I know that I sometimes think it's like oh who are you it's like oh I'm journey I'm a tennis player Mm -hmm. you know like that's kind of just like my identity and that's all that I think about and that's all that my day kind of like revolves around is my tennis and so injuries can be a good time to like explore what more you can do and you know what other things you might like to do so like maybe you like to draw but you just never knew because you all you've done is played soccer like I don't know um so it it is a time where you can I mean it's it's a really hard time but there are ways to make the best of it exactly um once your time is up and once you're ready to go again you also like as we said before just like take it slow like you're not you really have to have no expectations because you're not going to be as good as you were before. And I mean, you'll get there, you'll get back there, but it's going to take time. So just be, take it slow. Like you're not like, it's really not a big deal because you're not going to have a lot of expectations and, um, you just need to focus on not getting injured again. Um, in general, just stuff like that. Yeah. 
So I think that's about it for injuries, but if you have any questions um, or if you have any suggestions about um, future episodes or things you'd like to hear us discuss, um, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So you can either leave us a comment on whatever platform that you listen to your podcasts on. Send us a DM on Send Instagram. Send us a DM on Instagram at It's the Oat Life. Um, we would really like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, or even if you have any like suggestions about what you want to see us post more of or like what types of like foods or recipes, um, let us know, definitely. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. see you guys next time. See ya.